Thanks, Welcome Alexis. back to the Off the Court <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> Everybody be, be ready to get some rest tonight. Why did she say that? What did I say? <laughs> I'm going to hit the rock hard tonight, boys. For real. <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> yeah, wait, whose Alexa was that? <laughs> it was mine. She just said, like, good night. <laughs> They be listening, bro. You're talking too much about sleep, bro. <laughs> yeah, they're listening. They just knew that I wanted to go to sleep. How you guys doing? All right, man. How are you? Pretty good on the overall. Lots to talk about this week. Nope. <laughs> God, you, you sound so unenthused. <laughs> You're like. <laughs> Also talk about this week. What do we got, yep. Jackson? Hit, it, hit us with the riff. What are you riffing? What 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 farm <laughs> game? Are you guys word? ready to play? I was gonna say, are you guys ready to play the new Farm Plus Action RPG? Mm-hmm. Oh, that was the one game that intrigued me out of all the farm games. Pierce, there were five of them. <laughs> no, it they was all looked the same. No, there was this one specific one where it was like. Uh, it was basically like Animal Crossing, but it was an action RPG, and it was like is it the one where you turn into a sheep. I don't remember. All I remember is that you can. Um, Am I just going in a loop? Oh, sorry. <laughs> all I all I remember <laughs> is that you can like do like Animal Crossing type stuff, and then you can also like go. You also like go out on adventures, and the loot that you get, like uh. Like you collect stuff on your adventures to like you be used in your in the Animal Crossing side of the gameplay, and then you can also earn like spells to like do stuff like quicker and stuff like it's basically Animal Crossing, but instead of just buying stuff that you want, you have to like go out on like quests and like earn stuff. And that kind of intrigued me, that concept of Animal Crossing, Ah, but... I could not, like, I know that there were a bunch of farming, RPG, RPG, JRPGs with farming minigames. They all, like, I couldn't tell you what any individual one of them, like, looks like. (laughs) Because they just all blended together for me. And they're all developed by Square Enix. Yeah, that was another thing, like, every game was from Square Enix. Octopath no. 2 should have been like this time. <laughs> you no, you there, get bored of adventure, and they all said that too. Like one... you're bored of adventuring, you know, <laughs> settle down and you're, like tired from questing. Sit down, have a have a farm. There was one where it was like over 100 daily tasks, and I'm like, fuck no. <laughs> Why would I ever want to play this? <laughs> there was one specifically. I'm gonna have to go through. Um, I'm going to have to skim through the direct to see what it was. There was one game I remember just, like, being one of the ugliest games I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> I gotta By find the it. Way, we're, uh, I don't, it was a uninitiated. farm. We're discussing the Nintendo Direct uh, from today, September 13th. Anyways, I, sorry, like... Just go ahead. 
I don't remember what it was, but I just remember like the art style was just like awful. It was one of the farming games. I don't remember. But man, it was rough. I'm gonna have to go. I want to look through the old direct in general instead of trying because it's hard to think stuff off the top of my head. Um, a little peek at the Mario uh, Mario Kart Booster Pack Three. I Daisy I Garden, don't baby. I don't know oh, yeah. if like it's my mind like imagining it but i i feel like the maps keep getting better like visually like i thought like those maps because like one of the biggest issues that people have with the the how the maps look in mario kart 8 is that they all use very plain textures like the base tracks of the game kind of have like a semi-realistic look to them um but the DLC tracks kind of have the more like typical cartoony style, like oversaturated and like uh, grass textures will just pretty much just be a green, just a green texture, and like dirt will just be like a brown texture. Like there's not really any depth to it. But I feel like with each pass that comes out, the textures start to get better and better to where it kind of matches up with the rest of the game. Yeah, I think in general, like the all the DLC tracks have looked great. I wouldn't say that any of the. I don't think the packs necessarily are improving one by one, but I do think they look better than the base game, for sure. Well, last week, we uh, talked about games that we couldn't be fucked to play, and one of the top of my list was Pikmin. Uh, so, <laughs> Bro, I was so like, this Sing. direct was a bit of a dud for me. I think like I don't know, I appreciate I appreciate that 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 is something or it's like, yeah, I won't play Pikmin. Well, I mean, I haven't played the first. I mean, I, I <clears throat> Pikmin is something that like I I would consider playing, but I just don't think I would I don't know, I think I would like it if there were a couple things different about it. Um but, I mean, I haven't even played the first three, so I'm definitely not going to play this one. But I can still appreciate... That's a game where I can still appreciate the fact that it's there. And, like, that is pretty significant. Because this has been a game that's been wanted for a long time. And Miyamoto was very enthusiastic. Are we sure? Like, because of all the Nintendo franchises, even, like, the smaller ones... Like, I've seen Buzz for F-Zero, of all things, but... I have not seen one person in the online space ask for Pikmin 4. Maybe I'm just looking on the wrong. I think you're looking on the wrong. (laughs) I definitely have. But um, there's a there's a there's a Treyarch. But goddamn it, (laughs) there's a Treyarch Zombies developer I follow on Twitter, and every single direct, he's like, I can't wait to be disappointed with Pikmin news. So I know he's I I know he's he's so happy. There were so many people on my like I have a lot of like Nintendo Twitter on my timeline, and at like every single person was like, "This, this direct sucked," but Pikmin Four and 
uh, Breath of the Wild 2 made it made it amazing. See, Breath of the Wild 2, the only thing, like, I don't know, I don't see that as, like, an announcement. Or, I mean, we, that we got the title, that's good. Um, but, like, okay, yeah. We didn't see, I, I like the look of the world, everything looks crazy and fun, but, like, you know, I would. I don't think that that was enough to, like, elevate this uh, direct for me. And obvi- and I think I would have had a better time with this direct, obviously, if we didn't have quote-unquote Nintendo leakers beforehand, again, making claims that we will absolutely see remakes of Zelda games I've wanted to see on the Switch and, and Metroid Prime, uh, the first one. I thought that... I, I that honestly thought that was a little... Around again. And I'm like, getting towards the end of the Direct, I'm like, okay, no way they're, all three of those things are going to be here. Uh, Twilight Princess, Wind Waker, and Metroid Prime. I'm like, okay, maybe we'll get one of them. Or like, or the Zelda games, or just the Metroid games. Then getting none of them was just like, uh. And it's like, oh, cool, you know, Breath of the Wild, get to see a little bit more of that and uh, get a title, great and all. But I mean, and also, this direct was like, it, it was said to, you know, like we're getting games for the mostly for like, you know, the winter, but it seemed like we got more games that are further out in 2023. Than we I did. didn't really notice uh, games that were coming out like this winter, early, early next year. I mean, what do we we have Bayonetta coming out at the end of the year, um, and then Fire Pokemon. Emblem is in January. But outside of that, like twenty twenty two, I would say is kind of a lull year for Nintendo. I mean, if Breath of the Wild, it's, it has been for everyone. To be fair. Yeah. I mean, I would argue PlayStation's having a, a really good year. Uh, yeah. Horizon, Forbidden West, and then they've got God of War um, coming out. Yeah, but that's two games. Uh, Think about... Yeah, two massive games. Like, you, you, yeah, you don't have that from either uh, Nintendo or Sony I mean, Pokemon year, is... I, I would say Pokemon is a massive game. And I wouldn't, you could argue because you get one of them every couple of years. And we've already had one this year. Like, the, the Pokemon saturation, at least for me, is that... Is, is, High. like and, and does that game look impressive i, I mean, would no, say Pokemon. it doesn't <laughs> but i'm saying that's still a massive release like like that's gonna it's, se- it's gonna that's... sell a lot but i don't think that that's gonna make it like a you know a masterpiece or anything like well no no we might see out of god of war and i think horizon was a much higher quality game well, than no i that any pokemon I, release i think i think when century. when you talk when, when you have to talk about like how good a game is or, or like how good of a year it is you got to think about not not just the quality but you do have to take in consideration how popular these series are because even though pokemon definitely does not have the same quality you know like uh polish as like the playstation games they're probably gonna oh. sell more yeah Can i get a yellow toe i think i'm soft locked yeah um <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. They were. I, I mean, I agree. It's gonna. It's gonna be popular. It's gonna sell a lot. But I don't. I don't like. But but at least and so so when you gotta like, so when you think of not... like, when you think of like a big year for a company, you gotta think about how much a game's gonna sell. Because clearly, if if a game is selling this well, whether the quality is on par or not, it's still going to. Um, it's still a big year, and you got that with Bayonetta. You got. I don't know what was there at the beginning of this year. There was Kirby, 
a bayonetta uh, won't sell. Kirby also didn't sell a ton. Like if we're talking about but, but then, sales but numbers, but then, but that, I mean, Kirby there, was there's good. Your quality but like it's Kirby, it's not fantastic. It's like, like it's a it's a really good what Kirby game, there? but that's there just makes Nintendo it a fun Switch game, Sports. not like a masterpiece. Switch, Switch Sports. Sports. They cool, they had like, a lot cool of stuff have, that underwhelming. They they had a lot of stuff that that like on paper are big releases, but it's like there's essentially th- there's some, like there's no there's no Mario, there's no Zelda, like there's no but th- but those aren't no stuff Animal that are Crossing. usually well, but those aren't usually, something we, that we we usually get a Zelda title every we have gotten a Zelda title every year for the last little bit. Well, that was going to be Breath of the Wild too, until it got pushed. Um, and they could still. Yeah. Uh, t- uh, Nintendo's been very, like, open to just dropping stuff, like dropping announcements on Twitter. So, they could still just like announce like, oh, Metroid Prime One is coming or. Uh, Zelda, Wind Waker, or Twilight Princess are coming. Yeah, and they could I'd still love do to that. see Nintendo come out like still, still pop up with some nice little announcement for the remainder of the year. But, um, but yeah, I feel like Nintendo, Nintendo has a lot of case. stuff that on paper should have been big releases, but either the time just wasn't right or they had issues, like development wise or release wise like like mario strikers like that should have been a big release yeah. but it like ended up being such a dud because the game was clearly rushed because i know it was next level i think that made it i know they're confident or they're competent developers so i, I know it wasn't the lack of yeah for whatever la- reason nintendo with its sports IPs have just been going with the live service model but not a good just way like, they they yeah. don't even like it's not even like an acceptable amount of content that's included usually usually live service games will at least give you like the bare acceptable minimum but Nintendo is just like no you get the bare minimum you get way less content. By, by the time the content drops are done, the game will have been as complete as a past game. Yeah, you just said that. Like Mario, like yeah. Mario Tennis Aces is a great game now, but on release it was very bland. And the biggest thing is that all of these games, gameplay-wise, the sports games, they all, um. Like gameplay wise they're all great. But it's just they lack content or they lack some type of like original thing besides just improved gameplay. So yeah, what else was in that direct? We kinda got off topic there for a bit. Um Goldeneye. Fire Emblem looks okay. Goldeneye with online play. It's so weird that it's only on the Switch version and not like on the Game Pass version. Yeah. 
you know, the console with the shitty online. Mm-hmm. Actually, that yeah. that online works pretty well. Like me and Jackson have used the the. Well, I mean, the service like itself is fine. It's just like everything surrounding, like you know, like the lack of a party system. God, yeah, that, lack I, of that like, bro. When is Discord gonna like, be added to? When is Discord gonna be added to Switch? Alright, that would be really sick. <laughs> it's just like... I wouldn't hold your breath. I understand Nintendo's, like, explanation. Nintendo's explanation of, like, oh, well, you always have your phone with you, so it's perfect with this portable system. And it's like, yeah, that's cool, but you know what else I always have with me? Is the console. Just have it on the console. Oh, wait, yellow to like, I always have my console with me. It's easier to just plug. And some it's, some games do it. Like, Fortnite, you can uh, use voice chat if you plug your... You have to plug your headset into the Switch. And you can use voice chat. So it's not like a lack of capability. It's just they don't do it. Um, yeah, which is a shame because there's lots of potential there. Mm-hmm. Uh, one Got thing besides Tears of the Kingdom that I will probably pick up for sure from this direct uh, Kirby's Return to Dreamland uh, Deluxe. Yeah, that did interest me. Uh, I just like. Was that Kirby a Wii U games. game? <laughs> uh, it was a Wii game. Uh, Wii Big Wii. Kirby guy. It is a baby game for babies that I love. But it has a lot... The The party games are what interested me the most. Those seemed like they'd be fun to play. Yeah, I never played the party games on the original. I don't know if... They seem like they'd be fun. Like fun. at a bull or something. Very, like, fun, competitive ones. I'm trying to think of what else there was besides farming games. <laughs> I'm gonna need a yellow toe. Xenoblade. Yeah. Xenoblade DLC. Um. Uh. Bandana Three trailer. Go I'm gonna go through. Uh, Crisis Core is coming to. Um. Switch, which is good. Uh, Peach Garden. Mary Mountain from Mario Kart Tour. Uh, I guess Switch Sports is finally getting golf in the winter. Uh, yeah. Which sucks. But that oh, I think it was. I think this game. Golf. I think the game I was thinking of was um, Fay Farm. The awful one? <laughs> no, the no, the one that is like Animal Crossing, but it's Animal Pierce, Crossing. That's all of them. <laughs> no, no, this one specifically is. <laughs> the other See? ones were just basic farm ones. Oh, there was a uh, Mario plus Rabbids. Oh yeah. Are you guys are you guys gonna pick up Kingdom Battle? I'm not personally. I don't. 
too interested. I bought the I'll wait. I'll the wait. first one for like five dollars. Yeah, I'm gonna wait till it goes on it. sale. What's Kingdom Battle? Mario plus uh, rabbits. The Mario plus rabbits. Oh no. Uh, yeah, I'll wait till it's on sale because they usually go since it's a Ubisoft game. Technically, it goes on sale pretty quickly, and there's gonna be DLC with like Rayman. That's what interested cool. me. I used to love the uh, Rayman games, so. Apparently the DLC there was game, but it's cool there was Donkey Kong, there was Donkey Kong DLC, um, on the last game, and apparently it's like better than the base game itself. Oh, so is there like a story expansion good. with it? It's not just a character edition. No, yeah, it's a whole like story expansion. Nice. And it's one of like the best looking Switch games too. Yeah, like, I've heard really good things about the first one. It's just not my style of a uh, game. This one looks like. I, I think this one's going to be a lot more fun. It looks like it improves on a lot of stuff and it's a little more involved. More like side quests. It's crazy how they just got Mario and Rabbits to work together like that. Yeah, I wouldn't have expected that pairing. But it just it just works. Like somehow it just works. And you don't question it. You're like, yeah, this makes sense. Now See, I might I'll, Rayman and Rabbit's game. I'll I'll pick it up when it's on sale. I couldn't be fucked. You <laughs> should if if it's like five bucks, you should try it. See, I got it for five bucks like, and still didn't try it. You like Fire Emblem. That also has a grid-based okay. battle system. <laughs> <laughs> Can we yellow toe? Who's in front of me, Sam? Bro, my victory <laughs> is all but assured. Um... <laughs> um. There was Farming Game 3. <laughs> I was a big fan of that one. <laughs> yeah, that one was huge. Man, I really want uh, them to make a HD 2D remake of like Super Mario RPG. That would be cool. You guys can play Resident Evil games on the cloud. On the cloud. Dude, that hype me, bro. I love cloud. Harvest Moon. Cloud Strife. Fatal Frame. Oh, Tunic yeah, Fatal Frame. That's that. Uh, Tunic's Fatal on. Look weird. Tunic is on Game Pass. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's pretty good. Oh, it's already out? Yeah, yeah, it's on Game it Pass. It's been out. Fantastic game if you haven't played already. Sifu. Uh, Front Mission it takes two 1, 2, and 3 remakes. Tales it of takes, Symphonia, that was big for a lot of people. That's the one game, two, game that did get remastered. Um, it does not make sense for me on the Switch. Cause, Why is that? So the main reason to buy the... Because, you know, all these... Uh, games that have come out, like, recently that are on the Switch that go on other consoles, you know, they have big, massive downgrades with the frame rate and the visuals and the reason is because you know you're you're buying this game on the switch to play it portably 
So, you know, you're on that small screen, so it doesn't really work. But this isn't really a game you can play portably without doing the, like, local play. And it's like, I don't really want, like, I'm not, I wouldn't buy that for the Switch. I could just play it on my Xbox. On my, because if I'm playing it, like, with, like, if I'm playing it with Sydney, I'm going to be playing it on the TV. I'm not going to be looking at an ugly game the whole time. Because it, yeah. it did not look good. <laughs> it looked very bad. Yeah. But I guess if this is your own, like, if you don't have any other consoles and this is your only way of playing it, I think it is a worthwhile. They're adding a shit ton of games to, um, uh, the Nintendo 64 online. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Although, yeah, Coliseum's pretty big, but it's coming out next year. I think only, like, four games are coming out this year for it. And then, like, the other half is next year. Everyone likes to make fun of Square Enix for their naming, for, for what they name their RPGs, and then they just came out with a new RPG called Various Daylife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? No, yeah, Various I think that was Daylife. the one with, I think that was the one with, like, 100 <laughs> daily activities. It says job progression in it. Oh, my God. Fucking sick. <laughs> yeah, Tales of Symphonia. I I know like we weren't super active during the um, GameCube era. Has anyone played that one? Apparently, it's a classic. No, no, I've heard it's good. Mm-hmm. Just Dance twenty twenty three. Yes. Let's go. Um, SpongeBob, new SpongeBob game. Oh yeah, I I I I forgot that was coming out. And I saw a trailer for it like a couple weeks ago, and I was like, oh yeah. It looks like it's going to be good. <laughs> when I saw it today, I thought it was being announced for the first time, but I'm sure I've seen it before. Now I think it was that. in a direct um, previously. So, that one clearly didn't stick with me. Uh, <laughs> the boxing one, like the fitness boxing one. Uh, oh, that fun. that one kind of that, that intrigued me. It was kind of it was like such a goofy concept that I kind of dug it. <laughs> Where it's like it's not only fit like you're not only like doing boxing, but like you also have to fight people and you do the boxing to like defeat your enemies. Mm-hmm. I like that. And we've got endless um, dungeon, a procedurally generated roguelite set in space. I. Honest, I don't remember that one. I don't remember that either. Me neither. But that sounds pretty cool. So, Nintendo Direct. Overall, what would you guys like? Give it out of 10 or letter grade wise? Uh, like a 6. 4.5. <laughs> it was yeah, alright. Yeah. I was thinking a 5. Oh, there's that one game that was made by the Dongon Romp people. Bro, Ethan, you literally said you did not watch the direct. <laughs> I didn't. Why were you just just like, it's all right? (laughs) Yeah, as I hear you guys like going over it all, I'm like, yeah, okay. I was watching uh, All Tribe watch it. He's a YouTuber. And (laughs) at the end, he was like, this is a very big day for annoying people. Mm. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, that good. that pretty much sums up the direct. Uh, fucking Pikmin. I couldn't be fucked. 
a Kirby remaster, I guess. Um, anyone else watch the Sony uh, State of Play? Nope. I did not, no. but I watched the Ragnarok trailer. It looks mm. really good. Yeah. Yeah. Bro, what if that... <laughs> can you imagine if that game came out and it was just horrible? <laughs> it was just like... All this hype. Like, like somehow, somehow they fucked it up. Yellow and it's just show. like the worst game. <laughs> I would love that. That would be hilarious. <laughs> this man wants to I watch think... Sony burn. <laughs> I want to no. I just want to watch the world. <laughs> I already got to watch Good. it happen with Halo. Oh, Halo will come back any day now. One day. <laughs> but I yeah, I thought the Sony State of Play was actually pretty great. Um, it was like, like at least um, it was only twenty minutes, but I appreciate. I would take that over forty minutes of. A farming game? Nintendo, that's, yeah, with five uh, <laughs> farming sim games. Uh, there was uh, Team Ninja's working on a game called Rise of the Ronin that looks really cool. Mm. It's like a, you know, samurai game, but it's it takes place uh, kind of at the end of the uh, samurai era. It's like because they've got, you know, some basic weapon, like, um, firearms as well mm -hmm. there's a neat uh i forget the title i'll have to look it up but let's see it was a post-apocalypse game where um you have a group of people living underground or beneath the surface uh an anime art style kind of reminded me of uh, final fantasy 7 so that looked neat then yeah obviously god of war ragnarok still looking incredible and there's uh, some kind of uh, Yakuza game that's coming to the West for the first time, and some people seemed very excited about that. So. Hmm. Good stuff. The Yakuza game also kind of takes place in the same era uh, as the uh, Rise of the Ronin. So with between those two and the Assassin's Creed Red announcement, it seems like we're going to get quite a few samurai or you know feudal japan era games coming up in 2023 2024 nice cool do you guys care about call of duty anymore not particularly yeah not really Treyarch is making it <laughs> that i was thinking yeah. about that the other that. day i saw the modern warfare there's a modern warfare 2 ad on my xbox home screen and I was just thinking, like, I'm not excited for that. And there's no reason I shouldn't be. Modern Warfare 2019 was, like, one of the best COD games. Like, like there was, like, very little wrong with that game. Yeah. And I guess, like, for that reason, I, I am excited for Modern Warfare 2. Yeah, like... <laughs> like, I am looking forward to I it. should be excited, but for some reason I'm just not. It's like... I, I haven't been keeping up with anything about it. Oh, yeah. I've, I I know that there's a beta sometime, I think, at the end of this month. I will... I'll check it out. Um, Report back. 
But... Well, there will be an open one, I'm sure. True. Yeah, it'll be open. We can probably do that when it's do when it's mm -hmm. going on. Okay. Uh, sorry, real quick. That that Final Fantasy VII like game that I was uh, talking about is called uh, Stellar Blade. Speaking of Call of Duty, <coughs> of course, Jim Ryan is really upset that Call of Duty could possibly leave PlayStation in like seven years. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that'd be a big deal, even if it is in seven years, I suppose. I mean, yeah, he's just trying to. Good. No, you go. You go. I think there's any chance Call of Duty falls off in seven years, and with like with the emergence <laughs> of of people like with games like Fortnite and I don't know. Uh, See, the thing is, other big the, game the, the thing is with Call like, of Duty. Of that pie. At this point, I almost wonder if Call of Duty is like undefeatable because how many times do we go? Or, you know, you know, do we reach a point in Call of Duty's life where we're like, oh, no, I think Call of Duty's starting to die off. And then they release, like, a banger of a game. Like, think about where Call of Duty was before Modern Warfare 2019 released. And then think about where it is right now where another probably very good game is about to come out. True. So... Yeah, but they definitely are a powerhouse, but like, come on, Jim. Like, they're buying Xbox is buying Microsoft, and and yeah, and, and yeah. Xbox is buying Microsoft. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, they're doing that. <laughs> the Xbox is gonna buy out Microsoft. No, Xbox <laughs> is buying Activision. It's happening. Just deal with it. Well, Xbox is buying no one. Xbox does not have money. Microsoft, Microsoft is buying, is buying Activision. Activision. Um, and he he said he was like, I just want to make sure that PlayStation players have the best Call of Duty experience. <laughs> so it was like, no, it's not that you don't want it to get... I don't think he would even be satisfied if like it stayed on the system, but the Xbox had marketing <laughs> he, rights. He like, still like, wants the maps first. He wants Outbreak yeah, that, that, was, that was his explanation. Xbox gets it. That, that's why he was upset. He was like, I want to make sure that Call of Duty, that PlayStation players are getting the best Call of Duty experience. Yeah, because you think, like, it wouldn't really, with the amount of uh, like, with the numbers that Call of Duty does on PlayStation... It would be very silly to cut them out, at least for like this generation. Oh, actually, um, actually, it may not. I you got to remember. I'm just saying. Before... I think they on their own wouldn't do it. Like even if they weren't being pressured by Sony, I think that they wouldn't do it. And if they were to do it, they'd wait until the end of this generation and then announce that on the next generation of consoles, it will be exclusive to Xbox. I don't know. I, I think right now would still be... Well, it just depends on how quickly this deal goes through. Because right now would still be a good time to do it before people start to buy... Before people... Like, the majority of players have bought their system. 
True. Because th- think about think about Call of Duty Did last generation. Early. Xbox but you still have a Xbox had two more years of PlayStation. That's true. Like uh, you know. Yeah, that's true. Rights to marketing and all that. I so, mean, I bet. I mean, from what I understand, Xbox can't technically can go back on those contracts, but they're doing it out of like respect from what I've heard. Um, so like they totally could just like be like, Nope. <laughs> Not after what you said, Jim. Yeah. I think no, they just but... they make so much money keeping it on PlayStation that they're just gonna keep it there. Yeah, it'll um, probably be like a Minecraft I mean, situation. People point to yeah, Minecraft. Like they didn't take Minecraft off of PlayStation and I doubt and it's 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 a draw enough to be like Okay, well, yeah. If you come to the Xbox ecosystem and you pay for Game Pass, you get all these awesome mm-hmm. games and and Call of and, Duty for free. and you could and, and you could do the timed exclusivity stuff that PlayStation gets right now. Yeah, so I think that would be plenty enough for them. And I think like it, Sony shouldn't have the only thing Sony should be worried about is if they c- completely lost Call of Duty, which I don't think is going to happen. I them. don't think that'll happen. But um, in regards to like, like influence like playstation's influence on call of duty you got to remember that it used to it was with xbox until uh Mm -hmm. black ops 3 was the first game that had playstation's thing and a lot of people bought a playstation just because of call of duty i bet if the same thing happens to xbox a lot of people are gonna buy an xbox just for call of duty See, Call of Duty started going downhill <coughs> when PlayStation got the exclusive rights, so or like got the rights to early maps and marketing and all that. So, I think uh, Activision taking or being taken over by Microsoft is obviously gonna, you know, bring us back to the glory days of Call of Duty. I hope so. I mean, they're already they're already <laughs> even without Microsoft's um, inclusion, they're already skipping yearly COD next year. Wait, like so it's already be, right. Yeah, there's not going to be a Call of Duty next year. That's for the better. Yeah, it's about time. Especially because it's going to be a Treyarch game, and they seem to be getting the short end of the stick recently. With, with they're just like an emaciated dog, like you know. It's because <laughs> they, they got were moved so in to cover Sledgehammer's ass, and then they were asked to cut development on that early to run assistance with, you know. Sledgehammer's game again. <laughs> and the problem is that Treyarch became because when Treyarch first started out, you know, Infinity Ward was like the king developer. You know, mm-hmm. everyone liked the Infinity Ward games until uh, Black Ops One. Or Black World Ops One, World at War, kind of started it, but Black Ops One and Two really cemented it. Of like, no, Treyarch is good, and then Infinity Ward started to fall off because they had internal you know, studio struggles. And, um, and then Treyarch became the favorite. And since Treyarch was such a renowned studio, Activision was like, all right, you guys, you guys are good enough. You guys can handle all of this. And now like, <laughs> like I, I don't like, I, I, I'm not confident in Treyarch's ability to make a good game right now because of how much they've had to strain themselves to put out, mediocre products 
So hopefully, hopefully whatever they make next is good. And Jason Blundell's definitely returning to Treyarch, which means zombies is gonna. Uh, can you imagine? <laughs> can you imagine if he was? <laughs> like that would I think be crazy. It's, like, it's pretty possible. <laughs> no, whatever reason, there has to have been a very good reason that he left the company that he founded. Yeah. Like someone offered him a big check to go somewhere. And like guarantee Is that it, or do you think it was like a bad blood? I don't think it would have been bad blood. You don't you don't create a whole studio with people you're not going to get along with. It could be investors or whoever that were. But see, if if he if if he did go back to Treyarch, they would have had to offer him like one hell of a paycheck and like full creative control. And like I could totally see that following Vanguard's reception, I could like. It makes sense. Yeah, be like, okay, let's just give them full control. Like they hit the panic button and they're like, Jason, please. Then, you know, write a check where he's just willing to be like, all right, fuck you guys to this, uh, you know, studio he he founded. Yeah, it's crazy. I couldn't believe that. It was kind of disappointing. I was excited to see i'm sure whatever they're working on is still gonna be pretty cool but i don't know won't have the same hype behind it, it still has a lot of extra employees i'm pretty sure yeah what you thinking about ethan bro he's texting summer <laughs> he's not thinking <laughs> not thinking it's therefore he is not thinking what else happened? What else happened significantly this week? D23. Cringe. Finally. How do you guys feel about... I feel like this is this is my favorite, or I think the most interesting announcement of D23. How do you guys feel about the Thunderbolts cast? It's, uh, uh, unexpected. Mm. I, I don't love it. I don't love it. I I like the idea of the characters' personalities all together, but there. But then I also don't like that there's like three different Captain Americas. Yeah, yeah, I'm in the same boat. I think like they got some of the best. I think like MCU actors they have right now, some of the best characters they have right now. But in terms of like power sets, it's it's a lot of just people with super soldier serum or people who are just good at fighting. Um. Ghost is cool. I don't know. That kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah, I think that's, yeah, Ghost is cool. But I don't think Red Guardian yeah. necessarily needed to be in I there. I think Red... I don't uh, know why, but I have a feeling that Red Guardian is going to die. Okay. <laughs> and, right gonna be an, that, and it's going to be an emotional moment for the film. I don't know why. I just have a hunch. Taskmaster... Ta- ta- Taskmaster, I honestly wasn't expecting. So that one, uh, that one's a cool one. I guess I, I hope she, she talks now. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I, yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't think Bucky would be a part of it, and now that Bucky is a part of it, I'm in, in Elena as well. I think like maybe, uh, what they're going towards is like. This is just like you know, 
Bucky like totally fits too. Like like I didn't ex I didn't expect Bucky to be there, but he totally fits being there. Yeah. Yeah. I liked what you said. I think the abomination should have been in there. Maybe if you could have done but it. But also uh, I can understand <laughs> I can understand <laughs> them uh not <laughs> I can understand them not wanting to just like be a direct copy of the Avengers, where it's like, oh, here's your, here's your Hulk, here's your Captain America, here's your Black Widow, but they're villains. Yes. I can understand. I think it's them just, not yeah. To do that. I want. I just want to see more of that character for now that it seems like he's they're giving him a bigger role finally, and I think like that would have been a good place for him to shine. As uh, uh, Zemo was one people Zemo. thought was going to be on the team. He's going to be in yeah. the film. That's been confirmed. He's going to be in it, but he's just not going to be on the team. Um, I can't believe they didn't cast Thunderbolt Ross. So, do you guys think that, like, <laughs> in, in do you guys think he that, like, dead. in universe, <laughs> do you guys think that, like, in universe, it's going to, like, the name of the team is going to be, like, a tribute to Thunderbolt Ross as opposed to, like, because obviously he didn't create, like, maybe, because, you know, obviously he's dead. Um, like yeah. in universe, he had the idea to create the team, and that's why it's called the Thunderbolts. Seems like an easy layup opportunity there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to where you know, which sucks because man, it's such a shame about him because he would have been like I I could totally have seen them going like with a Red Hulk, uh, like Red Hulk storyline if he was still alive because. You know, he wasn't in anything until Civil War, and then he kind of showed up pretty regularly in, like, the Avengers films and Black Widow. So it seemed like they were kind of, you know, starting to use yeah. him more. Yeah, it could. I bet that was probably a part of the plan, but, you know, fucking died and stuff. <laughs> Cringe like the queen. <laughs> exactly. Rip. Rest in peace, Bozo. Uh, but actually, my favorite D twenty three thing was uh, the werewolf by night. Oh uh, no! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, it just looked interesting. Yeah. I don't know. It looked different. I like like. And, I it's, like and it's directed MCU. by. Um, uh, I can't. I don't know. I can't remember what his name is, but he. He's a he's a composer. He directed by a composer. Yeah, he 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 did the score. He's done the score for a bunch of MCU movies, like all all the Spider-Man movies in the MCU. The first Doctor Strange. He did the score for the Batman. Um, Whoa. There's uh, there's a bunch of other oh, like really fun. big stuff that he's done. I can't think off it's the top Trent of my head. Not Trent Reznor, right? No, it's Michael. It starts with a G. It's some like European name. Michael Gay. <laughs> Trent Reznor did the uh, new Watchmen series. It's good. The score. Uh, Secret Invasion looks cool. It's giving me like Winter Soldier vibes. Yeah. Do you guys think Rhodey is? You guys think Rhodey is going to be a scroll? Um, I think that would have like, nah. 
It would depend upon when he would have been. Who do you guys think is going to be a scroll? I think one major character in the MCU is going to be a scroll. At least one. I probably multiple because I mean, it's Secret Invasion. It's got to be impactful, and they've said that it's going to be like, like it's going to really shake things up. What? Let's say like three three characters in the MCU have to be scrolls. Who do you think they are? Ooh. Thor. It would explain going from a serious Thor to goofball Thor. Okay. Mm. It's kind of true. Although I don't, I don't think they'll go that route, but that'd be fun. Who else? Mm. I don't know. Who would be a scroll? I feel like... Um, Don Cheadle is like an easy one. Yeah, because cause he's going to have a big role Where in the series, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Who's had... Who hasn't had like a big role <laughs> like since Endgame? Um... I don't know. Hmm... I don't know. Do you guys think that Captain this movie Marvel. is gonna Captain Marvel? No, I don't think so. I don't think so, but they know not to fuck with her. Yeah. I can't imagine Pepper. I don't know. Hawkeye. Oh, Pepper's an easy one. Maybe. Yeah. Hawkeye. I'm thinking uh, maybe some like major like political people will probably be scrolls. Do you guys think this will play Spider-Man. into? Do you guys think this will play into Captain America: New World Order? Yeah. Yes. Probably. That's gonna have the leader, which is interesting. That's. Yeah, that is. I wasn't expecting that, but I like that. To have the leader as the villain in a not Hulk movie. That I like that. That that's what I like. When you have the prospects of a um, shared universe, they don't have to fight villains that you know are in their and and yeah. I saw I saw people saying it would have been so cool to have like Vulture on the Thunderbolts team or like yeah. something like that. Um. They didn't say anything about Fantastic Four besides confirming its director. Lame. Curse them for not giving us that Indy 4 trailer. Indy 5. Yes. Dude, Harrison Ford cried talking about it. He Ooh. loves Indiana Jones. As much as like, he like seems annoyed about being Han Solo, he has always loved being Indiana Jones. Yeah, I, I saw a clip uh, yesterday of like it was a side by side of him talking about Indiana Jones at D23 with him talking about Han Solo and he's just like ah <laughs> like I hate I was like yeah go on I get paid <laughs> and then like he's like crying talking about Indiana Jones they he's like on he, and he weed. judging by his reaction it seems like it's going to be a very good movie 
He said he said they made something really special. I made really hope it's really good. special. <laughs> if like, you know, his last outing as Indiana Jones is just it falls <laughs> flat. Um, but I, but I trust James the Mangold director, directed. I, yeah, and I'm sure that you know, considering that it's absolutely without a doubt going to be his last one, I think. I would have hoped that they put their heart and soul into it. it I think they did. Um, Very good. <laughs> that was pretty good. I love how I love how um, <laughs> someone pointed out they were like uh, Harrison Ford has said multiple times that he he wants to be the only one to play Indiana Jones, but he was the first person to congratulate Alden Einreich to be Han Solo. <laughs> uh, no, you know I like he will always be Indiana Jones but like I think I think we should give we should have more Indiana Jones movies we should give the mantle to someone else we can wait until he dies so he doesn't know about it but <laughs> yeah like I think Indiana Jones is <coughs> good of an IP like of, of, like classic adventure I guess you could do, and, and it's a period like piece. Work, so. It's classic adventure, yeah. and it's a period piece. That's about Nazis. Period. Bro. Dude literally gets an autograph from Hitler. <laughs> it does. Huh? Dude, Indiana know. Jones movies are so. Funny. <laughs> I wouldn't. Yeah, Indiana Jones is just the best. I love Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones is pretty fire. I was scared of Temple of Doom as a kid, though. Why? Because they pull a man's beating heart out? Yeah. I, I used to close my eyes during that Dude, scene. I used to and love that scene. scene. <laughs> I love that scene, bro. I was like, that's awesome. Well, see, the problem was, like, it was only ever... Like, I was only ever told what happens. And so... Mm -hmm. It's like, I wouldn't look. These guys' faces melt off, or like a guy gets his heart pulled out of his chest. Like when you see it, it it kind of looks dumb. Like it doesn't look great. Uh, like mm -hmm. the special effects are good, but like it's not horrifying. But in like my child mind, hearing uh, that someone's face was gonna melt off, like I didn't want to know what that <laughs> was gonna look like. So the reality didn't quite match like what I had built it up to. And be it, it is head. scary looking though. Like like it's unsettling. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I love Indiana Jones. I'm excited for that. Is that next year? Yep. I believe so. That'll be exciting. Uh, Daredevil. Um, I don't know. It has a new logo. They talked a bit about it. it Charlie Cox seems to imply that it is not in the same universe but mm -hmm. i i think that it can still be a new series and like not a continuation and still be in the same universe especially if yeah considering there would be a considerable time jump so it really couldn't be a direct continuation true i'm team keep some elements but 
say it's a new universe. That's what so I think. Get that shit. God, I jumped over it. <laughs> like that make make awful, it so that make it make it uh, so that watching the watching the series is still not a waste of your time. Yeah. Yeah. I just want a new version of Daredevil, uh, Iron Fist through and through. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It seems like it seems Everyone like the next episode of She-Hulk is gonna have probably have Daredevil. And it's she being said, off. it's being said that uh, it's going to, uh, it, it'll kind of like. By the end of it, you'll know whether or not the show is canon. I bet that's because it's just going to be a fourth wall break. <laughs> like that'd be nice. Yeah, <laughs> like it's just straight up. She's like, yeah, that that other shit isn't canon anymore. <laughs> be an effective use of the fourth wall break. <laughs> Are you guys liking it? I think it's been solid. I think the fourth episode was definitely the best. And it's it's exactly what I expected from the show. I'd say I've liked half of every episode. There's not one episode that I think is like amazing. There's not one I think is bad. I think like every episode has been like hit or miss within itself for me. Yeah, I get it. This man stops liking the episode at 15 minutes and 45 <laughs> seconds. <30. laughs> True. Yep. <laughs> I pretty much enjoyed the last episode. The stuff with Wong was fun. Yes. Madison's a queen. Mad- Madison was great. Madison was kind of fucking annoying. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know that's the point, but it was like... <laughs> it's, there, there was, was a certain thing that was entertaining. A while. But it did. Mm-hmm. It just kept at first going. it was annoying, but I'm rooting for Wong. Yeah, like Wong's gonna get friendship. it. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't want them to be together, but I want them to be friends forever. They Wongers. deserve it. Wongers. <laughs> that was so <laughs> perfect. <laughs> there is something. Wongers. There is something about the CGI when she hulks walking with like her lawyer clothes on something's not right it's like the way that the clothes like it's like the way that the clothes they like can't be lawyers it's like the way that the clothes like react <laughs> to like her movements it's just not realistic yeah i don't know, I like, like the, it just uh, looks off donny blaze johnny blaze kind of nod nod Mm-hmm. Wink, wink, smooch. Um, it seems like she's gonna start doing more like superhero stuff. Yeah, I would hope. Yeah, <laughs> don't keep uh, don't keep doing that courtroom shit. <laughs> it is rough. Yeah, like, I just I want that. Like, I want that to be. Because this is one of the things that distinguishes She-Hulk is like she's a lawyer. Uh, and some of my favorite parts of Daredevil were the courtroom scenes and 
I was kind of hoping for some, you know, good legal writing in She-Hulk, but it's just like, oh, it's such a step down from <laughs> other great lawyer shows we had, not just like in the Better MCU, but like, yeah, things like Better Call Saul that I've been that that's what really hurt. That that's what really hurt it is because I watch. It's because it's fresh on my mind, so it's like I know that like this is not how things go, and it's like. It's not even done in, like, a tolerable way. Like, like you don't have to be 100% accurate. But, like, this was, like, clearly it's, like, I'm spotting things that I know for a fact are not real It just feels like they law. didn't consult anyone. Mm -hmm. I don't know why there wasn't, like, a lawyer consulted. It feels like they watched an episode of, like, Law and Order... Or something, you know, yeah. or like Judge Judy, even. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I yeah. Don't know. Judge Judy even is more canon than that. <laughs> but, yeah, overall, the show like, uh, it's fine. Not the best thing in the world. Far from the worst thing in the world. Yeah, yeah, I'm enjoying it. The Emmys were last night. Saul yeah. got robbed hard. But did you see that the only apparently only the first half of season? Yeah, six yeah, of Saul they're was... they're eligible next year too. They have one more chance, dude. They have gotten, I think it's forty six nominations, yeah. and they have not won a single one. Ever. Ever. That's that's crazy. Forty six nominations. <laughs> I would ha I would think it'd just get kind of like a. It's like Leonardo to get, getting a DiCaprio getting a Oscar. Uh, Oscar yeah, has, the they have to get. Even though that maybe wasn't his best performance. It's like it's like the <laughs> like, pity the pity Oscar. Yeah, it's like it's I, like it, ha a it has to next award. year. It's it it'll be the it, it's gonna be the final season. Or uh, the, the final part of the final season. So it's like the farewell Emmy. It's like, just give it to him. Dude, Bob Odenkirk lost to Squid Game. <laughs> the Squid Game guy won. Bob Odenkirk literally died on set. <laughs> and came back to life. To and came back to life to finish the show. It must go on. And he lost to Squid but, Game. But have you seen Squid Game? <laughs> to be fair, I haven't. <laughs> I haven't either. <laughs> I've heard great things though. It's it's cool that like it's cool that like there's like foreign representation and like you know acknowledgement. And Reese Seahorn like... not winning it was really rough too. But I, I think her better work is in the second half of season six. So, I think. I think a lot of people are freaking out because they assume that, like, this encompassed all of season six. And, like, they don't realize that they have one more chance next year. Next year. They did drop the back half of season six right before voting that began, though. Mm hmm. Yeah. yeah it's it's kind of like. It's kind of like Smash missing, missing the Game Awards the year it came out. It's like, well, will it be considered 
Like, well, well the reason the reason that the season was split up mind. the reason that the season was split up was exactly so it could be at the Grammys twice. They split it up that way the first half would be eligible mm. for okay. this year's and the second half would be eligible for next year's. Mm-hmm. But yeah, right, I got robbed for some really hard. No. No. <laughs> okay. I'm not done mourning, bro. <laughs> it was supposed to be the Saul sweep. Dude, the everyone Saul was sweep. expecting it. Like, Variety wrote this, like, big piece about, like, like, will this finally be the year for Better Call Saul? And, like, it was, like, trending all day. That like better call Saul, like everyone was expecting better call Saul, and it didn't win a single one. I think it lost best drama series to Succession, which I've heard is good. Um, what I think lost best supporting act- actress to someone in Ozark. Granted, yeah. who gives a fuck about the Emmys? <laughs> Yeah, they're kind of like the... And there's so many, like, TV... I feel like there's so many TV awards. I I get them confused. You know. Mm -hmm. Emmys is TV. Emmys is... is Grammys is music. Yeah, but then there's, like, the Golden Globes. I think that's... Those are all the Academy... Those are are the Academy ones, or the, the Emmys the Oscars and the Grammys. Hmm. The Academy. The Game Awards. <laughs> That's the real Bro, the Academy of what? what do Dude, they how teach? big... <laughs> yeah, what are they teaching, bro? How big is the Academy? Is it the same Academy voting for all these things? It better not be. How do you get to be a member of the Academy? That's what I'm saying. Is the Academy is the Academy like a secret like a secret (coughs) thing? Like a secret society? Or um are there like people that we would know that are in it? Like like, like, is I'm thinking more secret like celebrities or famous. Is like Brad Pitt in the Academy? <laughs> I don't know why I thought of Brad Pitt. Yeah, the Academy. Yeah, that's it for me. All right, recommendation time. Ethan, you go first. Uh, I probably gotta recommend Better Call Saul as everyone. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> how far are you in? Uh, I am now season three, like episode twelve. Or <laughs> oh my, bro! There are ten episodes in the season. <laughs> oh well, I'm in season four then, because last I looked, oh my... I was on like episode nine of season three, and that was earlier today. Oh my god. <laughs> 
It's so good, bro. Dude, it is and so good. And season three, it, like, takes off. Like, the trial. Oh. The end, bro. So sad. Yes. God. Dude, I love it. I'm so excited to... Week. I'm so excited to get back to it when I done watching Breaking Bad. <laughs> I'm on I'm almost done with season four of Breaking Bad. I'm oh like halfway through I'm like halfway through it. I'm still on five. I can't bring myself to keep watching because <laughs> I know it's not gonna go to shit. <laughs> it's good though. It, it's it good is. though. Like the descent. It's great. You just gotta get over the dread. I know what you mean. You just gotta get over it. <laughs> It, it's pretty bleak. But I love it for that. Who's next? I, I, I like I like that it's like, no, no, you. this season is horrible, and you just have to deal with it. <laughs> you have to deal with the worst thing to watch in your life. Ex ex excellently written, of course. You got it. Yeah. Who's next? You Breaking Bad. <laughs> All right, Sam. Gus's boyfriend just got shot. Oh, what a moment! It was so sad. Gay king. Gay king. Gus is a gay king. It's one of the few. I I like I like seeing Gus when he's not like and cold Gus. and cold and calculated, when he's like. I like I like seeing him when he's scared. <laughs> no, but it's like you get to see like a real like, you know, like that's like he's not putting on like a persona, you know. Mm -hmm. Persona five. Persona five. There's a lot of that in a Better Call Saul. It's really good Better Call Saul. But Sam, how far are you into Better right. Call Saul? I'm a season four episode. I just finished the episode in season four that has that song that you queue up quite frequently. Oh yeah, it's a great song. Good episode too. Um, but yes, I recommend. I I got my hands on the tall neck Lego. Finally, I've been trying to do that. <laughs> Yo. Um, and this man is building Legos. Stock. I'm a big. I'm an. I'm like an adult Lego fan, uh, and that's encouraged me to finally go back and finish Horizon Forbidden West. I'm not quite there yet, um, but boy, that game is snappy and good, and the story still manages to be pretty good despite having large shoes to fill with Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, and yeah, it's really good. Like Forbidden West. Recommend it to anyone who wants a nice. fun little. Uh, who wants a really cool hunting open world game with just like s some of the coolest world building and atmosphere of any game franchise? And Jackson. Oh. Uh. Um, 
Uh, I'm gonna go with Breaking oh Bad. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> Were you, you said you're. You said, listen, you got to deal with it. All right. We're in this. We're in this together. We're all gonna be in this phase for a while. It's gonna be yeah. the recommendations. <laughs> hey Sam. Yeah. How are the Packers doing? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs>